Fantastic. Okay, welcome everyone. Naturally Healthy Club Week 11 and um, school holidays this week, so no flowers in my office. <laughs> um, yes, so our topic this week is we're going to talk about your appetite or our appetites. And this is actually the first time I've done this whole lesson on it because, and as we've been doing the tummy challenge and just I've been observing things in myself, I've really noticed that the more we understand our appetites and, and what causes things, then the easier it is to tune into our bodies and to work with our bodies because it helps to get our brain. Like when we have an intellectual, an intellectual understanding of what's going on, it helps our brain to get on board in, with this idea of really listening to our bodies and listening to our tummies. Uh, but before we get into today's lesson, I actually had an experience last night where I uh, was coached with um, I joined a new, new coaching group with a, a coach who focuses on hormones and like kind of women's health stuff. But she also does a lot of work around goals, which I'm super, that's why I joined, joined to work with her on goals. And I just noticed that last night I was on a call with, um, on a live call. And something that I do when I'm in coaching groups that I haven't, I don't think I've shared this with you guys before, but something that I do is whenever I turn up to a group call or I listen to the replay of a group call, before I do, I always think about, okay, well, what's, I always kind of ask myself, you know, what do I need help with right now in terms of this, this thing that I'm like, whatever it is, that that container um, and get really clear on the, the help, like what I need help with. And then I just trust that I'm going to get the guidance that I need. And sometimes that might, might be me actually putting my hand up and getting coached. Um, last night I, it wasn't, it was just me trusting that I was going to get the guidance that I needed. And I was really clear on what I needed. And I totally did like someone else was getting coached. I'm like, yes, that's what I need to do. Um, so like it was a thought that I like wanted to, to start practicing. So just wanted to start this call. I thought it'd be fun to like get you into the habit of actually just we're going to like just put close your eyes now and just think like what's the one thing you need help with most today in terms of your naturally healthy journey and just like the first thing that pops into your head you'll know what that is and then like we just want to bring in that thought that like you're going to get exactly what you need today and you don't and you're going to get an answer for that thing and you don't need to know how that's true and just trust that it's coming to you in the exactly the right place. Okay, so a naturally healthy club philosophy. So remember, I am becoming or I am naturally healthy. I trust the process. I change best when I feel good. My thoughts create my results. The most pleasure happens in the first few bites. Uh, every time there's a new addition to the philosophy, every time I overeat, I am wasting food. Every time I overeat, I am wasting food. I focus on one meal at a time. Curiosity, not condemnation, particularly when it comes to uh, weighing ourselves every day and, and tracking our progress. I feel my feelings and we are going to be doing some work around feeling our feelings in the future. There are no bad foods. My life is pretty amazing right now. I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. I want to do this and I can do this. Okay, so plan for today is we've got some news to share, then we'll recap last week where we spoke about food waste, and then we'll talk about our process, and then we're going to go, actually, actually we might not talk so much about the process this week, but we'll really focus on um, the appetite, and then we're going to um, jump into some coaching and grab, grab some Marie's on. Um, okay, so in terms of news, uh, let me see. Oh yeah. Meal planning hour. So that's a new, um, monthly segment that I'm doing. It's like a bonus, totally optional. Like you're welcome to come along if you want. And it's the whole point of it is to just have a time where we like hang out and like work on meal planning. Um, and it's going to evolve as it goes along, but I just want to have that, 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 uh, that's, that, um, available to you that you know that that's available and I'll post it in circle so you can have the details I'm just going to be doing one of those a month uh, the tummy challenge is what we are focusing on at the moment so that again if you haven't started that's in your playbook on page 71 or there's also the details are in circle so that's a that's available for you um, post of the week prize this week went to Amy um, who did a review of her spring skiing holiday and she said proud of uh, leaving food on my plate, noticing when I've had enough, 
um, slash no longer really enjoying food, not clearing my plate every time out of habit or obligation, prioritizing protein. So, so many things that she's proud of here. It's amazing. Um, finding ways to make buffet style breakfast because she was on a skiing holiday and catered evening meals work for me. Being more, um, way more active than usual this week and enjoying intentional treats. So it's like so many things there that like working really well for Amy. And then in terms of what she said to do differently, um, find and pack or source intentional snacks on holidays to prevent getting over hunger, over, over hungry. Um, found I was ravenous with before dinner and nibbling on my kids' snacks and tea. So, um, and she said, keep up. Um, increased activity levels. So inspired by Jules's strategy to, um, to seek coaching in multiple aspects of life. Um, I found another coach to work with on my strength, fears and mindset um, following an old skiing in just injury and subsequent um, surgery that that's holding me back. So, so great. Oh, there you Amy's, Amy's on the call. So well done, Amy. It's like so many, so much goodness, goodness there. Um, okay. And then uh, in other news, just to, Oh yeah. So the, I actually have another group um, called the secret society of intentional booze hounds that's focusing. It's basically naturally healthy club, but instead of focusing on food, we're focusing on changing relationship with alcohol. Um, and I'm opening up uh, that group at the beginning of May. So if you know someone who might be interested in changing their relationship with alcohol, just tell them to email me and then I can send them the details about it. Okay. So last week we spoke about um, like I listened to my tummy. Uh, hang on. No, we spoke about, we did not speak about the listen to my tummy. My notes are, <laughs> last week we spoke about um, the truth about food waste. And I just wanted to like, was, like, like as I spoke said last week, I think it's really important that we start to challenge the cultural norms around waste, what, what constitutes wasting food. And that I, like, it's so fascinating that it's completely over, like completely socially acceptable to overeat but if someone's like oh yeah I'm just wasting all this food like it's not acceptable to throw out food and I think if we can change that narrative in our world where it's actually we're seeing food like this idea that every time we over overeat we're wasting food it's going to completely like it, it could revolutionize the world uh and why this is so important is because like one of the biggest obstacles I see to people listening to their tummy and the people that kind of struggle with it the most are the ones that are still attached to the clean plate. And I, like, I was raised as a clean plate in the clean plate family for, for sure. Um, but it's these thoughts around food waste can be real because it seems really virtuous. Oh, yeah, no, I don't want to waste it, so I better eat it. Um, but every time we do that, we're actually like, we're perpetuating this cycle of us eating more, not listening to our bodies, like using our brains to override. And it just makes it harder for us to tune into our tummies and then perpetuates us being in, stuck in that cycle. So what we want to do instead is just make that decision to rebel from the clean plate club. It's not, it's not serving us anymore. Um, and just, rem just remember this idea that, and just get used to coaching yourself, like be prepared for those sneaky thoughts to come up and like when that thought of like, oh, I don't want to waste this comes up, just remind yourself, no, but me overeating this is actually wasting it. Like that is actual, just, it's just as wasted if I use my, if I, if I overeat it as it is, if I throw it in, in the, in the rubbish bin. And when you can see it in that way and let go of this whole food, food waste thing, then it just makes it so much easier. And the crazy thing is that you'll actually will end up wasting a lot less food because you'll be consuming so much less. And so there will be more food available for the rest of the world because you're eating in accordance to what you need rather than um, it, to be at a healthy weight rather than being overweight. Um, so, yes. And what else did we say to do instead? Oh, yeah. And then, then I just introduced this idea of what, what I do often is I have this jar of random bites. So when I have a couple of bites left on my plate or even just one bite left on my plate, like the other night was just like one bite of burger, um, burger patty, like I pop it in a jar and then I have that like at the end, the week before last, I actually, because usually I, I just 
use these meal seeds and add, add it into different meals. But I actually on purpose, like kept that jar, the one jar for the whole week. And I weighed it at the end of the week. And there was like a 450 grams of food in there. So it's like a whole pound of food that otherwise, if I was cleaning my plate every time I would have eaten it. Um, and I'm really like, you know, I'm really good at doing this. I've been doing this for a long time. And I think that just getting into this idea that, of course, like we serve ourselves out more than we actually need, because when we're serving ourselves out, we're at our hungriest. So just, I think all these, these thoughts combined are, are really helpful. So did anyone have any thoughts? Did anyone come up, did anything come up for anyone in terms of food waste over the, since we spoke about that? I'm just going to turn my light up. All right. Is anyone, how's everyone feeling about food waste? You're like, yeah, <laughs> not a problem anymore. I'm ready to rebel from that clean plate club. Anything you've noticed? Hi, Jules. Um, I think I'm still finding it a little bit difficult purely because if I save something, I then don't know what to kind of do with it afterwards. Because... Um, I'm not that creative in the kitchen, as you well know. Um, and I'm kind of just then at a bit of a loss as to kind of what to do with it. So okay. my feeling is if I leave something, it, it will get thrown out because unless I just kind of put it with something else as a few bites to add to like the next meal, um, I kind of, I, I'm not really creative enough to use this idea of meal seeds. Right, right. Okay, so this thought, Maria, I'm not I'm not that creative. That's like we want to maybe like question that one. Hey, <laughs> yeah, like can you see yeah, that? Like, maybe. yeah, maybe like. Oh, but actually, no. We could just leave it. Like you can still be telling yourself not, you're not that creative. And that, there's a couple of options. One is like you can just throw stuff out. You don't have to save it for for later. And then, but the other option, which is probably it looks from, can I get on the speak of you so I can see you? Um, there we go. How are you going, Maria? No, you okay? You okay? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that one option is you can just throw stuff out, like then you don't have to deal with it or think about it. But the other option is like you don't actually have to be creative. All you do is you just like, Sometimes like what I'll do is I, like when I've, because I like I eat, work from home, so I always have my lunch at home. Like I've, at, so lunchtime, I've finished, like had enough. There's a few bites in the bowl. I just put the bowl in the fridge and then at dinner time, I just get it out and put it on the dining table. And then I just eat that at the same time as I eat my dinner. So it's like, I, like, it's just, I'm having it with the dinner. It's just like these few extra bites that I'm having. So it doesn't, I don't have to think about anything creative or be any like whiz in the kitchen to do that. It's just, mm. yeah. So you're not like creating something else with it then? N not if it's just two bites. No. no. <laughs> yeah. And is it is it really worth saving two bites? Because I suppose I kind of have this feeling about there being a bit of a threshold. Um, so like you think, well, is it really worth saving two bites for the sake of well, two bites or should yeah. I just eat them? Because really is, is two bites really neither here nor there to put back in the fridge to eat another meal or to throw out. So okay, I, so I kind of almost in my head. That's and, a and this sneaky is where thought. I'm thinking more with my brain than my body. Um, I'm, in my head, I'm kind of thinking there's a... It's not enough to make a difference. Drink. It's not enough to make a difference. Yeah. Like as if you've like passed a point and then that's a point of no return. Right, so it's a bit like there's a, there's two ideas in there, Maria, which is great that like great, so good to uncover them, yeah. Um, and so the first is like, and so rationally you could be like, oh yeah, there's only two bites, right? That's not going to make a difference. I'll just eat it, right? And so if I had have done that all last, all last, all the week before last, I would have eaten an extra four hundred fifty grams of food like over the week. Mm -hmm or a pound of food and like I'm pretty good at good at serving myself up like the right amount so for someone else those two bites can actually add up but the biggest thing I think with leaving actually getting into the habit of leaving those two bites is that it, it really signals to you to like your body and your brain and everything it's like oh yeah I'm satisfied I've had enough like I'm and it really turns off the psychological hunger because if you're finishing your plate there's still that question of 
oh maybe like maybe I need more like like so whereas when I put like I know that's definitely enough put it in the fridge then it's it really shuts down that or maybe I just need to have a little biscuit as well or I need to have something 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 after do you think that can you see how that so it works yeah I I think thinking about it over a longer time period and thinking how that would mount up whether I save the food or not yeah um I think yeah that probably makes it it counts a bit more um yeah and I think I think probably going back to what you said before that every bite counts I, I do think that's true yeah yeah like it, it really great great so if you think if you feel like that's a true thought for you then then that's the thought that in those moments when you when your brain's telling you oh yeah but it, it's only it's only two bites like then you go no but every bite counts and then that can be enough to help you to stop mm. and what might be I fun have to actually left I've actually left some food in the week so I have actually left some bites at at quite a few meals in the week so I am kind of doing it not necessarily every meal but I'm finding that certainly like if me and my husband are eating at the table he started just eating what I leave yeah great he he, he won't he like really hates throwing food away so I'm like well I'll throw it away or you eat it and yeah. uh, he's just gobbled it up so fine yeah okay so how would you feel Marie like how would you feel about doing an experiment like this isn't necessarily something you would need to do for the rest of your life but actually just having a container that for for a week or a bag in the freezer and just every time you leave some bites just just out of curiosity to see like how much you might you could possibly leave just to do that I think it'd be interesting yeah and it's like yeah, at the, the, thought, end, so- the thought of having a jar in the fridge and going back to it and eating it doesn't really doesn't feel that appetizing but um just as an experiment maybe for a week just to see how much it mounts up to I think would probably be interesting yeah yeah just just as a measurement that you would like just do it once to see and mm. yeah but you and don't be you might be surprised how the random bites actually taste really good so that jar that I had yeah. I actually used it. I added some parsley to it and I think it put some mayonnaise on it or maybe added a boiled egg or something to it. And it was, it like made a whole other meal and it was like, oh, I'd forgotten yeah. about that little piece of <laughs> burger. I'd forgotten about those roast walnuts. Like, so yeah, just because it does like the idea doesn't seem appetizing, like you, you never know. Like, but then the worst thing is you could just throw it out mm-hmm. at the end too, just because it was just an experiment. Yeah, we could all compare combo fusion meals, couldn't we? We could. That's right. You can post it in the group. Take a photo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get ready for mine. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, Maria. And this idea, like that, you're not creative. Like you don't have to be. Yeah. You can like. Yeah, and I think that's just a long-held excuse, really. Um, yeah. You know, it, it kind of. <laughs> if I'm resisting something, it just usually comes back to that. So that's still something I need to work on. Amazing. Okay. But so great to like, first step with all this stuff is always just to have awareness. So like, so great that you like, and so great that you, you're, you're willing to like, to, to be coached on it and that you're willing to share with everyone. So, so great, Maria. But apologies. I didn't want to hijack the call. No, 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 no need to apologize at all. Um, so yeah, like Kira said, thanks for bringing up the questions up. I've, um, the two bites I've thought about that too. And um, Marsha's saying, I often save it for later, but if honestly I'm fine throwing it away because my kids waste so much food, yes. And actually, and I have chickens too, so <laughs> that's, um, yes, yeah, so, and noticing like, yeah, when kids aren't hungry, they just leave food on the plate with no dramas at all. Um, okay, Margaret's saying, I like the idea of, of saving up bits over the week because I have, I've been managing to stop and leave a bite or two, but forgetting that I'm doing that and then eating them. Yeah, great. So so, yeah, like it can be a fun experiment just to see, like, what happens. Um, okay. Um, but about anybody else, but, like, as, as a child, I was really, really scolded for leaving food on Same. My plate. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you would be, like, sit, made to sit at the table and, like, finish your food, you know. Yeah. And you wouldn't go and play or whatever. And there was no ice cream if you didn't meal. finish. Oh, God, no. No, no. <laughs> if you can't finish your main course, no dessert and... 
you wouldn't get to go and play. And yeah, it, it was like really drilled in. I don't know if that's the same for anybody else. Everyone. People, people are starving in Africa, I was told. <laughs> oh, yeah, we've all had that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah and we had China. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there we go. Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay. So this is such a good discussion. Excellent. Um, thanks, Maria, for the big, being the guinea pig with that. Um, Master saying, yeah, I had to sit for so long, right? See, there we go. So, like, so we all have it. So, and the cool thing is, like, it's actually really fun um, to, yeah, like, it's actually fun to be to rebel from that. I love thinking about like how crazy my mother would be um, if she could only see me now. Um, Amy's saying my Labrador loves the last few bites of anything I leave. Oh, there we go. So the pets are always good for that too. <laughs> the chickens. Um, okay, now let's talk about your appetite. So. This is the first time I'm teaching this as a standalone lesson. And one of the, like, I think the biggest problems with counting calories, apart from the fact that it's incredibly tedious, is that it assumes that our appetites and that our requirement for food is the same every single day. And the thing is that there's like, we're natural beings, we're part of nature and we're natural creatures. And like, nothing in nature is like really stagnant and steady and a hundred percent the same every single day. And so that is part of the reason why counting calories is like causes us so many problems is because we're not taking into consideration all the things, all the factors that go into um, making our appetite vary and change throughout the, throughout the, um, throughout like the week, the month, the year, the seasons. Um, and so I wanted to like actually do a standalone lesson on this because I think when we understand like how, like the, how our bodies regulate, it just makes it easier for us to get our brain on board with lis listening to our tummy piece because like when it goes, our brains can like then rationalize what's going on. Um, and and the other thing is like with our appetite is like one, like another problem with the calorie counting thing, if we're just, if we're telling our brains, okay, we need 1600, whatever calories a day, um, like the calorie, like that, that unit of measurement, like that's just from burning, like that actually just like, it's just some arbitrary numbers that have been picked up by like burning food in laboratories. Um, and so it doesn't take into consideration how efficiently your body converts the food that you eat into actual en the energy that gets into your cells. So there's like this, there's, there's a big disconnect between that. And so that's why like, yeah, we'd, we'll leave the cal calories alone, um, but why it's so important to tune into our appetites because it's not so much like the food that, you, yes, what you put in your mouth is like makes a difference, but it's actually what gets into your cells and what your body needs where we want to like what that, that's the really the important part um and so we're going to go through like the reason what causes our appetites to increase and what causes it to decrease and the reason why we want to do that is just because um the more we understand our like our body's natural like our appetite is our body's natural way of regulating our food intake to match what we need. So the more understanding we can bring to this, the easier it is to like tune into our bodies. So what causes the appetite to increase? And I'll, I'll post this um, with the these notes with the with the replay, so you can you don't have to write them write them all down. And I'll put a, a resources post in circle as well. But the things that cause our appetite to increase. So first is like, and actually this isn't in order of, this is just in the order that they came out of my brain. It's not in order of importance. Um, so the first thing is like diarrhea. So like and our, our gut health. So if you're, um, you know, which just, if you're like not, if everything's going straight through you, your body's not getting a chance to absorb the nutrients that you eat. And you'll notice that you're hungrier if you're suffering from, from diarrhea. Uh, and the, another gut-related thing is like your gut microbiome. So there's actually like the microbes in our gut, some of them are able to take, uh, you know, fibres and different, uh, different. so, so the, it's like the things that our, we, our bodies can't digest, there's some, some microbes in there that can take those fibres and actually they eat them and then really turn them into like butyrate and different compounds that we can digest. And so... Um, it, like it hasn't so the food's gone through our stomach these and these fibers in our gut 
And so uh, the microbes are actually uh, making things more available and then it actually gets absorbed from our gut and goes into our bloodstream. So, and so, so some microbes actually make nutrients available to us and actually make us more efficient at getting our more new, like new, so we could be eating the same amount of food. If you don't have these microbes in your gut, that's just all going to go out to, down the loo. But if you do have these microbes, you're actually going to get more nutrients out of the same, same amount of food that you eat. So your gut microbiome plays, plays into that. And that's so like, so variable for all of us. That's two things. Third thing, lack of protein can cause our appetite to increase. And if you remember just this idea, there's a theory in nutrition at the moment that's being tested that our bodies actually are looking to, rather than looking to increase, like to to fill out like the number of calories every day, that our bodies are actually looking to make sure we meet our protein requirements every day because we can't uh, we can't store protein and we can't. Um, we can't make protein. There's most of there's a lot of amino acids that we can't make out of other stuff. So we need to get it from our diet. So there's a theory in nutrition that we are, our bodies are looking to meet our protein requirements, and that if we don't get enough protein, that keeps us be, feeling hungry and hungry. Whereas when we do get up, do get enough protein, then we feel really satisfied. And I think like you will have probably noticed this with this idea of prioritizing protein, that those days where you where you have a meal that's really protein rich, you'll feel really satisfied. And it's generally easier to stop when you feel you, you've had enough and also that you feel satisfied for a long period of time. Whereas if you have something that's low in protein and say like you have just a, you know, a bowl of rice or uh, you know, a sandwich with like lots of bread, you'll notice that you haven't had that, haven't got as much protein. And so you'll still be feeling hungry afterwards, even though you've actually had a lot of food. Um, so that's this protein, getting enough protein is a really important, um, important part of getting, keep getting your appetite in balance. And I remember um, a couple of years ago, I actually did, it was my aunt got a couple of, two of my aunts got diagnosed with celiac disease. So I just thought I'd do the test and see, and to in order to get tested for celiac disease, you need to expose yourself to gluten beforehand. And so I think it was like a week or two that I had to eat. I was eating bread every day. And I really noticed that my appetite was so out of whack when I did that because I wasn't, and at the time I didn't, I wasn't so focused on protein. And I, so I didn't really put the two together, but I just remember it. As soon as I did the test, I was like, oh my goodness, thank God I can go back to like eating low carb because that wasn't fun. Um, Yay. Oh, Emma's joined in for her 10 minute um, daily dopamine, naturally healthy club dopamine hit. Um, so, we're talking about um, appetite, Emma, and what causes appetite to increase. So, so far, we've talked about diarrhea causes it to increase. Your gut microbiome can cause your appetite to increase. Um, lack of protein, so not getting um, enough protein can cause you to feel hungrier. Um, not having, of course, not having enough food at the previous meal. If you've had a smaller meal or not enough protein at the previous meal, then that can cause you to um, cause your appetite to be naturally higher the next day. Um, the next thing is, which is a kind of bucket all on its own, is just this idea of when you're having too many carbs or if you're insulin resistant or if you have blood sugar issues. So this is really variable depending on your personal insulin resistance. So you need to play around with that. But most people will notice the more carbs they have, like the more that stimulates their appetite. And so that can be from the blood sugar thing, but it can also be because you're, you're eating carbs instead of having protein. And when I say this, it's just just a big reminder it's like it's not that carbs are bad it's not that we should never have bread or never have pasta or never have rice it's just you want to be mindful of this and also really be mindful of the quantities and so so that you you're able to like navigate your 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 um, appetite but we don't want to like exclude those things if you really love them it's important to include them and have them but you, you know just having some being mindful of like the quantity and the frequency is really key uh, okay, what else causes appetite to increase? Poor sleep. So, um, so, and that's just what that. There's a couple of things there, like that, that play into that. But just the the 
the fact that when our bodies are awake, like we're using more energy than when we're asleep. Like when we're sleeping, our heart rate slows, like all these things slow down. So the actual amount of energy that our bodies are using is significantly less. So if you're awake for most of the night, then your body's used a lot more energy and so it, it, you'll notice like your appetite will be higher. And so that happened to me, actually. I had um, just randomly woke up the other night and um, like just some hormone stuff, I think. Like, so my heart was up and I, so I was up for a couple of hours and more than I would have normally been. And I really noticed that like the next day, my like I was really hungry for my lunch and I finished everything. And um, yeah, like, so, and the, so when, and the cool thing is that when you can understand that, like when you can go, oh yeah, like I had poor sleep. So of course I'm, my body's hungrier and let, and not fight it because if I if I didn't have that understanding of my appetite I could be like freaking out going oh I shouldn't be eating so much and like that would be not great whereas I can just like adjust let it go like oh, yeah okay of course I'm eating I need more listen to my body trust that it's all fine and that it's it's not going to you know trigger mass overeating and just be with it. Okay, so what else have we got? We've got poor sleep. Next one is, of course, physical activity. Um, so that can cause appetite to increase. And particularly, I know, like particularly with, with what's called chronic cardio. So anything where you're doing um, like chronic cardio and you're doing it for like longer than an hour. So we have, our body has stores of glycogen. Um, Yakira is saying definitely no about being tired and more hungry for sure. Yeah. Um, and like, and like your body's actually needing more food when you're doing, when you're doing that. Like Kira's got a little, a baby. So like, yeah, definitely that would be part of the reality. And so just like being cool with that is, is key. Um, yeah. So physical activity, of course, you know, the more we move, the, that does require more. Um, and one thing that to be really mindful of is if, if you're doing like a lot of cardio, like if you're running, doing marathons or training for, or doing big swims or big bike rides and things. And it's, if you're doing like exercise, like that kind of cardio exercise for more than like an hour, then that really stimulates your appetite because, and it's to do with your glycogen stores. I won't go into the details there, but just if you are a, a heavy exerciser, just know that that's, that part of that and that's one of the reasons why like I, I did I've stopped running doing big runs and running marathons is because of, of this effect like it just makes your appetite crazy and it, it's not it's so stressful on your body so I'd rather like small amounts of exercise you know a half gentle half hour run perfect um okay but yeah more activity of course increases your appetite uh, growing bodies so like that's why kids like with, and being youthful that increases your your appetite as well um, the body, your body composition. So you can be the same weight, but if you've got, if your like percentage of muscle is higher, muscle actually um, requires more energy to maintain. Whereas it's like a, they call it active tissue. Whereas, uh, whereas fat stores are like more passive, like they're just storage cells. So if you can, you can be this to have two people this the same weight, but the um, the appetite of the person with the with more muscle is actually going to be naturally higher because their muscle is requiring more energy. Even if they both have a day where they're both doing, you know, zero active exercise, the the higher percentage muscle person is going to have a naturally higher appetite than the person who, who has more fat stores. So our body composition makes a difference. Cold weather makes a difference. Like that, that just that energy required to keep our bodies at, a certain temperature that that increases our appetite. Um, stress is a funny one, and I think for some people, stress uh, and the stress hormones stimulates appetite and actually makes us more hungry. And that can be to do with like soothing ourselves, but also just the way our bodies are wired. And then for other people, I think stress actually decreases appetite. So I have like you'll know like so, like you know some you probably know which type you are as well. Like when you're stressed, do you tend to gain weight or do you tend to to like be wired and 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 lose weight? Um okay, we've got a couple more to go. So negative emotion can increase our appetite because we've got that increased desire for food. And that's if we have a history of like soothing ourselves with food and buffering and just understanding that and bringing some compassion to it can be really a, a really like a really nice way to approach it. So rather than fighting it and feeling guilty and bringing on in the shame and all those sorts of things going, oh yeah, look, you know, I'm feeling, I'm going through it at the moment. I'm feeling like a lot of things. Like, of course I'm got more higher desire for food and just knowing that 
that when you bring that gentleness to it, it's easier to navigate that. And we are going to be doing some work around um, you know, other ways to, to handle negative emotion and to feel our feelings instead. But just for now, just while we're talking about appetite, I think just understanding, oh, yeah, like I'm being okay with, like, of course, I'm, I'm feeling hungry because I've got this negative emotion can be a, a gentle way to, to start navigating that. Uh, what else causes our appetite to increase? Hormones. So, yeah, the old hormones, <laughs> the different stages of our cycle, um, that can impact our hormones. I think a lot of people notice, like, just prior to your period, that that your, like, your appetite, your, your desire for food is higher. Um, so that's pretty common, but it really depends on you know, where you're at with, with your hormones. Uh, and then the final thing that can cause your appetite to increase can be like some medical conditions. And if you're feeling an, an illness that can cause appetite to increase, but it can also go the other way. So there are all the things that can cause appetite to increase. And if we just look at, I'll go quickly go through the opposite of that, like what causes our appetite to decrease. So constipation. So if we're like blocked up, then then that's um we get it. We're absolutely that we're absorbing more nutrients from the food, the the food that we eat. So we like you'll naturally notice that your appetite isn't as you're not as hungry. You don't you you you'll feel satisfied a lot sooner. Um, there's gut microbiome again because some um, can cause your your appetite to decrease. So de depending if you have those. Um, those if those microbes that are making nutrients more available, then that can if you if that's in part of your microbiome, then that can like you'll get more food, you'll get more nutrients out of every bit of food you eat. So your appetite's not as big. Getting enough protein can decrease your appetite. Having too much at, a, at the previous meal, if you've had a big weekend, you know that naturally causes your appetite to decrease. And so the cool thing is that. We, when we're listening to our tummies like if you have a big night out you have a really big meal let the next day there's no need to like you know skip meals and stuff but you if you, when you're listening to your body you'll just not you'll you'll notice oh yeah actually you know and normally you might have a certain amount of food and you'll be feeling really satisfied you know less than halfway through whatever it is and that's cool like you just and that helps to balance out those feasts feet when we're feasting and when we're not so yeah, having too much of the previous meal can cause appetite to decrease. Um, carbs, so like when you're eating low carb, when your insulin sensitivity is good and when you've got stable blood sugar, that also causes your appetite to decrease. Um, if you're taking diabetes meds, that can cause your appetite to decrease. And there's someone in the group who just recently started and she, she said that that's one thing she really knows is that her, she's not getting crazy hungry anymore because her blood sugar is stable and under control. Um, so, and if, you, if you're not sure if you have insulin resistance, it's always worth mentioning, um, get tested. Like if you, if you think that there is a possibility, go see a doctor and get tested is the best way to know for sure. But, but the, but um, the other thing just to check in is like, if you're, if you know that when you put on weight, it goes on around your tummy, then that's a sign of insulin resistance rather than if you put on weight, when you put on weight and it goes on your butt and thighs, that's actually good. <laughs> um, and that means you're not insulin resistant. So just being mindful of that is really key. Um, taking meds and taking diabetes meds if if required like I I do I think it's you know it's a it's a really smart thing to do um, okay another thing that causes appetite to decrease is good sleep because when you've like we the more longer you're asleep for like the less energy you're burning during those hours so um, yes good sleep so 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 beneficial for so many things um you know, less physical activity, of course, that decreases your appetite. Aging, there's just this crazy thing that as we get a as we age, our requirement for food and our appetite decreases significantly. And it's weird though, because our protein requirement increases, but it's just everything is a bit slower and we just don't need as as much food. And that can be to, due to like 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 less muscle mass as well. So like the that body composition thing. Um so yeah, like when your muscles are decreasing, that causes your appetite to decrease as well, which is not a good thing. We want to actually stimulate muscle as much as possible. Um, okay. What else can cause appetite to decrease? Oh yeah. Warmer weather. Like when it's hot, like, you know, like in the middle of summer when it's really blah, like, and you're sweaty, like you, like you naturally don't feel like eating as much food. Um, 
stress, so I mentioned before, like some people it's like seems that stress stimulates appetite and for some people it's like they, the last thing they could think of is eating when they're really stressed out. So you'll know which one of those you fall into. Um, hormones can cause appetite to decrease as well at different parts of the cycle and also um, you know, when you're going through when you when you go through menopause like that can actually that's one of the things that contributes to having less requirement for food like having a, a slow, smaller appetite as we age um, and then another thing that can cause appetite to decrease is um, illness or if you have a medical condition so that can be a sign that there's something up with your body it's like because your your body's like got an infection and so it doesn't want to bring in it decreases your appetite because it's busy fighting the infection and it does it doesn't want to use resources to um indigestion so it's something to be mindful as well as if if you're sick your appetite can naturally decrease while you're sick but then when you're in recovery your appetite will naturally increase again to to get you back to where you were before um okay so that's that's all that was a lot I know and um but yeah that, that there's so many facts that the, the key thing I want you to take away is you don't have to remember all this 100% but just keep them into like just the thing I want you to take away is that there's so many factors that go into um our appetite and it varies from day to day from meal to meal so just being um aware of that and being open to it and not judging it like so if you're and because one thing that the sneaky thoughts that can come up is like you know I should be eating more protein. So it's like, and this definitely is one that comes up for me as well. It's like, I know I've had enough, but my in my brain, I'm thinking, oh, well, but I should be having more protein. I normally have like three or four eggs and I'm like, I've only had two. I should have more eggs. And so we want to just like, the more you can just trust that your body knows what's going on and that it knows what's best for you, like, and that it's guiding you, like the easier it is to be that naturally healthy person. So like, that's the key thing I want you to take away from it. And also to eat more protein, you know. Um, yes. Uh, 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 yeah, and another thing, like another sneaky, we'll just talk about sneaky thoughts. So like like just the thoughts that you have are like this thought that, like, can, that can come up is like, you know, I have a big appetite. So if you're telling yourself I have this big appetite, then that can make it harder to listen to your body. And if you have a history of overeating, then that can also make it hard when you're like, I'm used to eating a certain amount of food. And so one thing I'd really encourage you is just to bring that curiosity of like, okay, I, I used to eat you know this amount of food, but I'm wondering like, what does my body actually need right now? And just being, when you can be curious and open to it, like that's going to help you like find the right, tune into the right amount. Um, and, and another sneaky thought that comes up is like, I should be eating more, more vegetables and this idea of like, oh, but it's healthy food. Like, and too much food is too much food. So we just want to remember that and like that your body is guiding you like you know when you like I don't know like um Mary's been experiencing this she's had some gut problems so she hasn't been able to eat a lot of vegetables and she's really craving veggies because her body's like yeah I need some veggies so just um yes of course listen to your body in that but don't be like telling yourself oh it's healthy food so I should be eating more like no it's actually overeating healthy food is just as bad as overeating you know donuts so just like there's it too much food is too much food um yeah so that's that's my thoughts on appetite how's everyone going does anyone does anyone anyone have any questions has anything come up for you um while i've been talking talking there i should have said to jump in um is there anything you've noticed in terms of your appetite since you've been doing this work oh we're good I've been um, cooking a lot of your recipes, Jules, and just focusing on eating protein and less carbs. And it's actually surprised me how full I feel without the carbs. You know, <laughs> that's why I feel for hours and hours and hours after I eat. You know, because I would have always sort of, you know, built my meals around a big portion of potatoes or rice or pasta or something. You know, so that's a, it's a big change for me and a big positive change. Right. And because then it's like, if you're not really hungry, you like, like, yeah, you, that's so great. I'm so happy to hear that for you. Know? Yeah. And it's just like keeping an open mind, like good for you for just yeah. doing that experiment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But also like um, 
just be mindful that like if you love potatoes it's important to make sure you have have potatoes at some point <laughs> so yeah yeah I do absolutely but yeah, you know I'm, I'm finding that I don't actually really want them that often yeah 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 like we only have them like because my husband's Irish and we only have potatoes like we usually have them like on the weekend like but it's like once a week maybe twice a week max but it's not definitely not like that we need them every day yeah so good great work Fiona amazing did you so is there is there anything that you're curious about or that you're just kind of struggling with at the moment um I suppose I'm still struggling with my chocolate addiction I'll be honest (laughs) (laughs) I'm finding that tough and I'm finding the weekends are still a little bit difficult but I'm kind of looking at it as I suppose a long-term project yeah right one thing at a time yeah 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 I'm not trying to fix this you know all in one go um I'm delighted that like I haven't lost any weight but I'm pleased that I'm maintaining my weight you know, which is kind of a new thing for me because I'm normally either losing or gaining. Right. So keeping you know, a stable so weight is actually a positive a stable thing. Is, is just, it's a really good feeling at the moment. Yeah. 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 So great. So great. And being like comfortable with that, Fiona, like and while you're like eating like the food that you love, like while you're still having chocolate, while you're still having like potatoes and all the things that you love, like that's actually amazing, isn't it? That you yeah. can do that. Yeah. So great. So what do you feel like like would be good for you to work on next? Fiona? Um or do you I'm feel not sure. Yeah. Like I know I probably do need to work on the particularly the, the weekend issues. Um I'm not really yeah, I, I that's probably my next step, but I'm not kind of in a hurry to to sort of to rush it. Yeah, right. Just letting this unfold. Okay. Okay. Well, you trust, like, you you know what's best for you. Yeah. Yeah. And how are you going with the tummy challenge? I actually haven't started that. I keep meaning to. I keep forgetting about it. I've just, I've been so busy the last few weeks. I really haven't even had a chance to check in on Circle very often. Right. 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 Okay. Well, do you, do you feel like you're ready for that? Like that might be. A I good... definitely, I definitely want to do it. Um, I just, I keep forgetting about it. Okay. Well, what I do is I have my my naturally healthy club playbook and I put it on the dining table. That's where yeah. I'm gonna where I'm gonna be eating. So have it out just to remind yourself. And also yeah. remember, you don't have to like. It's 21 days, but you don't have to like do it consecutively. So you could do a couple yeah. of days, have a weekend off. Like you can like play around with it. Well, that 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 could be a good good next step Fiona yeah actually it probably would be and um, yeah like and then you can still keep the weekends going as they are and yeah, yeah just do that gently and it's only like it's yeah. it's it's only like a couple of questions it's not like it takes a long time so yeah yeah amazing yeah, no, I will I will start that this week excellent okay great okay now um Maria, are you up for some coaching on um, Tummy Challenge? Yeah, we can do it. That's okay yeah. with everybody else. Excellent. So how? tell me how you're feeling about it now. Because So for everyone, Maria had posted in the group, not she wasn't st- sure where to start, struggling with the tummy, tummy Challenge, not sure where to start, but that was, a, that was last week. So I just wanted to check in, like, how are you feeling now, Maria? Um, yeah, I've, I've kind of... I've tried it, but I'm probably just trying the basic version and I've probably tried it at the odd meal, so certainly not consecutively. Um, but I suppose I kind of keep forgetting about it, but I'm still struggling with this thing about feeling my tummy because I don't feel anything. If I've kind of looked at the playbook and sort of gone, okay, well, how would I answer those questions? And I'm kind of feeling like my tummy doesn't really have many modes. It's either hungry most of the time it's neutral because that's my answer most of the time or I suppose even when I've eaten I wouldn't say I feel I'd probably just describe it as satisfied wouldn't yeah, great. say full great. or stuffed great so I'm kind of feeling it, it's just a bit I'm not I'm not sure what it's telling me but I'm not sure it's telling me what I need it to tell me during a meal and giving me a cue to stop eating at a certain point because it's not sending me a signal 
<laughs> and I suppose I'm just not very, um, as I was saying to somebody else on, on another post and we were talking about kind of the whole cultural piece um, and maybe it's a British thing, but I, I'm not really kind of tuned into my body in that kind of way um, unless there's a real obvious problem. Yeah, so it's like, so you there's a thought there that I'm not tuned into my body and then that's and so that's making you think I'm not doing this right or I can't I mm. won't be able to do the tummy challenge yeah do you think that's yeah I mean you know if someone chopped my arm off I'd feel it but you know unless like I've got an injury or there's a problem everything just kind of feels neutral and I suppose yeah. my, my tummy is the same I've never I've never really kind of had, I know some people like kind of super tuned in or they've got like lots of sensitivities. I've never really had any sensitivities like that, certainly not where my stomach is concerned. Sometimes I feel like really bloated after a meal. So I suppose yeah, I feel yeah. my stomach more after I've eaten, but that's yeah. like about 20 minutes, half an hour after I've eaten. Um, and like sometimes I might feel bloated, but I've no idea why. Yeah, okay. So thing Maria but, but, like but during during a meal or before a meal, it's like, well, I don't really feel anything. Yeah. So thing Maria, like at the moment, like intellectually you're like, well, I, I you've got this story that like, I'm not really good at tuning into my body and so therefore this is a problem. But most of the time I like my body my my tummy feels neutral most of the time and it like it go, gets gets hungry. It's very rare for me to get ravenous these days. And then I feel satisfied and I don't go into it. Like, so that range is actually that's what you're describing is kind of my, what I'm just, what, what my experience is as well. So what if like, and the thing is that with that, this like getting signals from our bodies, it's not like it has to be like this big banner sign going, yes, you're totally full. Like this is, this is it. It's like, it can be subtle and it can be like, and it can be just like, not necessarily a physical feeling for some people it can be just there's times where it's just like you, you just know like mm -hmm. so what if like we rather than telling yourself oh, I'm not going to be good at this you approach it from like you know I, then, there'll be a way to figure uh, there must be a way and that it actually don't worry too much about the physical thing but just it's mm -hmm. like just notice how you feel so you mentioned before that there were times where you've left food um, on your plate in the last week. So there was a there must have been a sense of like, yeah, that's enough. Do you think? Like, yeah, I think mostly that's because I've slowed my eating down now, yeah. and I'm taking smaller bites. It just goes cold, and then I think I don't actually want a cold carrot. So there we go. So that's a sign. Like, and but it, and it's actually like that's when a sign. When my food goes cold, that's it. I've had it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like then that can be your sign, like and that because that's a that's a that's it a really common sign is like food stops stops tasting as good is a sign that you've had enough, and mm. also like when your attention starts wandering. So that's and these are not like that's nothing to do with your like physical time like your physical body. It's like this is all about like your whole being. So, I mean, I went out for a meal on Friday night and um, I had like it was like three tacos and a portion of. Uh, chips fries things um and I left a third of the fries and one of the tacos because kind of I had two of the tacos got to the third one and they were delicious and I just thought I've got nothing to gain from eating this last one do you know what I can box it up take it out for my lunch tomorrow but I couldn't have told you that that's my tummy telling me what to do it was just a kind of feeling yeah but I couldn't cool. I couldn't cool. have pinned it on anything great I couldn't great. have told you that my stomach sent me a signal Okay, or, and it doesn't have know, to, it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to. It kind of didn't happen like that. Yeah, it doesn't have to, Maria. Like, what if that was, yeah. that was exactly what needed, that was, that was exactly like you listening to your inner, maybe, maybe it's like rather than thinking about your tummy, you listening to your tummy, maybe it's like thinking about it, listening to your intuition. Do you think that yeah, might, that might feel better that. for you? Like, because that's, then we don't have to. Because I'm like, looking at the playbook and like I'm saying, well, what was my satiety cue? I'm just in the kind of, I'm not sure yeah or maybe it, or could it be in a knowing well, I wouldn't have said I'm that clever but I'm probably 
I'll go with intuition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll still go with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm just not, I'm not sure. But I, yeah. I want to kind of, I want to feel that that's more being driven by my body kind of going, I've had enough rather than my brain. Because if it's being driven by, by my brain, that's not going to be sustainable. Yeah. Um, but I that's, think that's like, kind of my trust, feeling trust about the, it. Trust that the intuition, because your intuition is like, is like that's kind of like your deep, your, your inner wisdom, right? So like hmm. that isn't your, that isn't your like, your your brain telling you so like I think mm. don't we don't be worried about that right I think like you mm. you've, you've got that you, if you've got that 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 intuition working for you like I'd go with that like and just really but rather than telling yourself I'm not doing this right just go like I can like approach it from the thought that yeah I'm getting the signals that I need like I'm I'm I'm, mm. I'm tuning in and just by yeah. giving us, just by trying, like just by giving yourself the space, and just by asking yourself the questions, like that's that's enough. Like that's enough to yeah to learn. And I know you've said about sort of the importance of making the decision with your body and tuning into that rather than your brain. So when we talked about like portion sizes and things like that, I mean a lot of diets tell you to kind of do a restricted portion size, yeah, and that's not obviously the way forward. So you talked about that as um, kind of being um led by your brain and not your body and that's not a sustainable approach because you will yeah. just rebel about it um what i have noticed though is since i've kind of been eating slower and maybe well i must be eating less because because it's obviously working um because i fitted in some trousers today that i haven't worn for about five years oh wow um, wow which, wow which was major um but so, so there's something definitely going on, but um, I've lost my train of thought now. But um, I was going to say that that kind of whole kind of thinking with your brain thing, e even though I'm trying not to, um, and I'm not yeah, kind of, of really changing my portion sizes, already I'm kind of looking at a lot of my meals and going, God, that looks a lot on the plate. Yeah. I'm going to eat all that before it goes cold. And I don't, I don't know, just like the past couple of weeks, I've just started to like look at my plate with like a normal portion size and gone that's a lot of food and something is just telling me that that's too much food right right well this is like your intuition's telling you maria said so like i just like listen to it and just mm. just and just and also don't be worried about like not eating enough because you'll you'll your your, your appetite will naturally regulate so if you do mm. under eat at a meal you'll naturally want more like and and you'll naturally mm. look at that same plate of food and go oh that looks amazing I'm gonna eat all that <laughs> like yeah yeah so how does that feel Maria yeah. for just approaching it from like like thinking about it in terms of like I'm, I'm there's there's an intuition and I'm tuning into it and it's I'm where I need to be yeah I think I think I probably just got to trust myself a little bit more yeah like yeah maybe yeah because all these things that we're learning and new skills and this is probably just another one but I think as as with all of these things you know you've talked about the importance of finding your own way and um okay I, I don't kind of take the literal approach of putting my cutlery down between each bike because you know for me that was like really frustrating thing to do so I kind of compromised and I put my hands down you know but like my cutlery touches the table or it touches the plate or whatever but you know I don't put it down, but again, you know, I've adapted that to me. So I guess. This is yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, can wanna... I can, I'll, I can, I'll adapt this to me. That's it. Mm. If you just approach it when you sit down, yeah. when you're thinking about it, I'm adapting this to me. I'm learning what works yeah. for me. See how that feels yeah. rather than telling yourself, I don't know, I might be doing it wrong. Like when you say I'm adapting this to me, that feels really empowering, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Great, Maria. So good. So good. Like, yeah. And congratulations on those pants. That's amazing. Yay. Um, Kira has just posted in the chat, like, why do carbs make us feel so full and cozy? And um, it's a dopamine <laughs> release, <laughs> release, Kira. We all get that. Um, okay, let's go into gallery. Excellent. Kari, did you, you came on camera earlier. Did you have something you wanted to coach on before we jump off? Does anyone else? Yeah. I just had a quick question. Um, you were talking about 
the thoughts of we need to eat more protein, we need to eat more veggies, and but really, the, so those are the thoughts. But the truth is, we need too much food. Is too much food. Yeah. So do you mean starting with protein and veggies, like making that the beginning of the meal, or do you just don't have any recommendations on that? Um. Yeah, I recommend yeah eating the protein first, so that when you are full, that you've had more protein. Um, rather than I wouldn't start with eating the potatoes first, just so that you 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 like you're getting that um that right like that right amount, but but also like not worrying about it too much, Carrie. Like if if you like eating and actually eating for the pleasure first too. Like what are the best bites? I remember um, Fiona uh, last week or the week before was talking about like some people save the best bites for last because that's going to make you want to like, so just tuning in, like what looks good here? Like what do I really want? And, and going for that first. Yeah. Does that make, do you think you can do like that would help? Yeah. I'll just play around with that. That's sounds Play around with that. Yeah. And how are you going? Have you started the tummy challenge yet, Kari? No, not really. I'm uh circus right now is crazy. So is it? Just, there it's, we're in rehearsals right now. So. I'm, I'm dinner is not really a thing right Dinner's now. It's not really a thing right now. <laughs> yeah. so uh, I'm just, kind of just putting that on hold for my life. Yeah, down. cool. Putting it, keeping, putting your cutlery down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun, Carrie, to be like doing circus stuff. It is. It's super fun. Yeah. Very busy. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Great. Okay. Awesome. Great coaching today. Good to see you too, Leslie. Um, yeah, so this week homework is same as always, like keep that, putting that cutlery down, keep going with your daily practice and, um, and also, um, yeah, post, keep going with daily weighing and tracking and then also posting the group. Like I want to see a review or posting a tiny win. Either of those is great. Okay. Have a beautiful week, everyone. And I'll catch you guys next week. Bye.